Hello everyone! Hi! Welcome to Cracker Classics, <laughs> weekly podcast where these two guys, we're white, Hi. We probably shouldn't be discussing such things, but we don't hear anyone else doing it. So. And no one's paying us to do it, so that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Okay. I don't know if that makes it okay, but oh. we're doing it anyway. Yeah. So you can listen to it or not. And you can add us about it. Yeah, that works too. Free publicity. Please. Woo! Please. <laughs> Controversy breeds ratings. That's, yeah, yeah. We're not doing our jobs. We're not pissing off the right people. I guess not. Oh, well. But maybe this week. This week we are watching The Court Jester. Not sure how that's going to piss anyone off. I but... have no idea. <laughs> I had never heard of this movie until you said, let's watch The Court Jester. And... Well, I hadn't heard of it either till I saw Jill Barrett do a video on YouTube about it. And I love Basil Rathbone, so... Yeah, we got Basil, Danny Kaye, Angela Lansbury. There was someone else I thought I saw in there. Yeah. Now, once I looked into it, I'm like, holy crap, this movie looks amazing. It sounds promising. And the fight scene she outlined and ran through was really entertaining. And plays with some terrible hypnotism tropes, which will be fun to tear apart. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this is a, a musical comedy medieval romance costume drama. The Princess Bride? I guess. Well, I guess that wasn't a musical. But I, I just feel like we sort of run the gamut of genres here. I like it's... how Amazon said it's uh, rated PG-13 and a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> this was in the 50s, so I guess kids were tougher back then. They could handle things. Well, Maybe they were dumber and they just didn't understand the PG-13 stuff, so it was okay <laughs> for them to laugh at. Uh-huh. We'll find it. out. I don't know. I, I don't even know what the story is about, aside from, of course, a court jester. That's about all I know, twister. too. Yep. Oh, a strange chance causes Hawkins to become a spy in the guise of a court jester in the usurping king's castle. Yeah, there's some hypnotism crap and... Someone who is uh, most definitely not Robin Hood. It's Robin Hood. Yeah, definitely not. Oh. Not Robin Hood. I was going to say the usurping <laughs> king is definitely not Prince John. Oh, no, of course Prince not. John. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah, we're watching our third Robin Hood movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're damn entertaining. True. For the Classic most story. Part. For the most part. Why not use and abuse it? Yeah. Rich have used and abused us. <laughs> we can use and abuse that story by stealing from them. Well, I mean, they do make money off of us every damn time. I don't get the vibe that money is a big thing in here, though. No, oh, no, probably not. We were talking no. about restoring the monarchy. Yeah. <laughs> we sent a spy in to get the usurper off the throne. And so uh. this may be a little imperialist. Yeah, probably. But there'll be musical numbers to break it up. If there's musicals, it's... Yeah, the musical numbers make it okay. Sure, we'll go with that. Didn't you see Carrie the musical? No, I didn't, actually. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> if you say so. Also, Heather's the musical. Oh, dear. Evil Dead the musical. I knew that one. <laughs> yeah. But here we have Court Jester the musical. <laughs> Minstrels and mandolins. Oof, Bidstrel musical. All right. Um, I was thinking of those kind of minstrels. <laughs> yeah, but... But it's the 50s. I don't know. 
And this is our podcast, so... Yeah, we've dabbled in the... Minstrel arts. Yeah. Not personally, but no, no, we've we've, watching we've them. watched them. <laughs> they Sometimes have been without on realizing what we were doing until there was. Yeah. That's a whoops. That's a hazard in this <laughs> business we've chosen. Yep. Well, shall we find out uh, how merry these men are? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. We'll be back with intermission impressions and juggling, dan- dancing, dancing, yeah, singing, and maybe a murder that she wrote. Frivolity. Hmm. Well, so far, this is absolutely delightful. This is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're building up a strong case for the second half of yeah subterfuge and, and <laughs> hypnotism and and, and shenanigans, not... pure shenanigans. Yes, I'm having slight issues keeping it all straight in my head, but that's okay. We'll get there. It's fine. We have. Danny Kay, who, he was just an entertainer, I guess. He already worked at the carnival. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He worked at carnival and got picked up by the Black Fox to entertain his troops, who was apparently more of a ripoff of Zorro than Robin Hood. But I mean, Zorro ripped off Robin Hood. So yeah, 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 whatever. Zorro came from, Yeah, anyway. um... I was under the impression that he was the Black Fox at first, but apparently Black Fox is not really a thing in this movie. No, not really. I mean, he not was... at all. He, he he exists to kind of set the plot in motion. Mm-hmm. He might come up again later, but... And create the fantastic costuming for the opening musical number, <laughs> which sets off Chekhov's midgets. Because <laughs> I'm sure they're coming in at some point. That is one issue we have here. Yeah. In the opening credits, it says Hermine's <laughs> Midgets. Hermine's Midgets. That's... Which I'm sure was the official name given to the group of little people. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, really? Props to the Black Fox, really? though. He does call them little people. Well, yeah. And they are treated as people rather than munchkins or whatever. He was worried about the uh, limitation of the arms. Yeah. We don't have enough arms to yeah. arm everyone that you brought here. Yeah. He was like, oh no, they're just I'm gonna take my acrobats. spot while yeah. I take up they will, arms. They will entertain the troops while I do my thing. I brought my own USO group. <laughs> <laughs> that way I can uh, go fight. Yeah. Because I totally know what I'm doing when I go fight. Well not yet, but he's been hypnotized now, so And now all of a sudden he's dashing and Dapper, but also sensitive, like the soul of a poet. <laughs> well, it was always kind of there, but the witch brought it out in him. Yeah, it's... <laughs> you had Griselda and her... Weird hypnotism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, I guess, somewhat legit, but she's also full of shit. Oh, at yeah. least when it comes to Angela Lansbury and the promises she's made to her. Yep. <laughs> Which I, I get it with with Angela Lansbury, she's, um... Impetuous. Well, yes, she hates the situation that she's in. Yeah, as one is wont to do, as I... the daughter of the usurper. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just sit here and be married off to someone that you want me to marry. I will marry for love, mm-hmm. and only for love. So my sorceress witch, Griselda, is going to 
con me into loving this man. Totally manipulate that situation to take advantage of me and live in the palace and do all that stuff by promising me love. It's the Middle Ages. There was a lot of manipulation. Because, of course, there was an actual court jester making his way to the castle. Who was also an assassin. Yes! Working for Basil Rathbone, who wants (laughs) all the other advisors dead and... And the king. Yeah, and then usurp his way. Yeah, he yeah. wants to usurp the usurper. <laughs> as you do. Mm-hmm. As Basil Rathbone can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But they, uh, <laughs> Providence shun down on Danny Kay and said, no, I'm going to knock you out and dress as you and take your wagon. And I will be Giacomo. Not realizing what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> king of the jesters. Because he was just king. following the uh, advice of a pretty lady. A brilliant pretty lady. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> she's fantastic in this. Oh, yes. It was all her idea. Yep. I kind of suspect that she's been running the show the whole time, like, period. Mm, yeah. And one thing I wasn't quite clear on, she is the Black Fox's daughter? Maybe. Because she was talking about how he raised her and trained her and all that. Oh, could be. But it could I also just be, was... you know, I was... Orphaned in the forest, and that's he found another and, possibility. And, you know. But yeah, but it did lead to uh, her saying that he wished she was a boy right before she kisses. Uh... <laughs> oh, there was that. Yep, yep. Yeah, <laughs> which was fun. <laughs> yeah, there was a little titillation between the two of them right before the real Giacomo showed up. Adorable. Yeah, the whole time there's a baby in the room. A baby with a purple flower on his butt, which mm-hmm. is apparently a hereditary birthmark? Yeah, I don't get that. That's how they know I... he's the royal baby who's the true <laughs> king. Yeah, yeah. And they're just kind of flashing it around to anybody that wants to see it. That was dumb. I gotta say that. He just kept <laughs> flipping the diaper down. and was like, oh, look, butt. Baby butt. <laughs> baby well, butt. Well, so people could see that he was the true king and oh, you don't believe pay me? proper Ooh. homage, you know. But yeah, there was a lot of baby butt mm-hmm. and the word play in this movie. <laughs> Something involving the Duke and the Duchess with the Doge and the Italian court. <laughs> One fell down in the dirt or something. I'm... I got a little lost, but it was wonderful. Get it? Got it? Good. <laughs> Which this movie is apparently the origin for. Really? Get it? Got it? Good? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. As I was reading through the facts on IMDb. So Glynis Johns got rounded up because they then went out into the countryside to round up wenches. <laughs> That's a job I want. Right. Wench wrangler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> if I lived in the Middle Ages, that, no, no. Yeah. I, anyway. I was a little lost at that. But it was a good excuse to get her into the castle. Not yeah. that that was the plan. No. She was going to go to the abbey with the baby who was hiding in the wine casks that she was... Transporting, in. yeah. So they just took her wine and put her on the wagon with the other wenches. Pretty much. That's good. That's how you do back then. I suppose. But now the baby is in the castle. Which is fun. Yeah. Not sure how that's going to play out. Well, at least we had an inside man. <clears throat> Yeah, who has totally fucked up his job thus far. Has he? Yeah. He got the baby. 
Well, he got the baby, but... He's just having issues convincing Danny Kaye that he's the inside man. Yeah. Because <laughs> he thinks it's Basil Rathbone. Because the inside man was not particularly uh, adept at signaling appropriately that he was the inside man. Well, that's true. He whistled the return whistle thing and then immediately ducked behind a wall so that when Danny Kaye looked up, he's like, Oh! Basil Rathbone's giving me that sly, you're my killer, right? And so I'm like, yes, I am the other guy. But Which yeah. the Black Fox plan had nothing to do with killing, right? No, no, no. So was... I thought he would have picked up on that. Like, oh, well, he doesn't do his... kill people. It, it's his hypnotized self that oh, is aware right. of the killing plot. Right. <clears throat> he <laughs> thought when he was first talking to Basil Rathbone, he thought he was talking about the baby and getting the baby out and all that. And then when he went to actually discuss the, the, the murder plot, it was the hypnotized him. It was the hypnotized him. Giacomo. <laughs> this movie is fun. Yes. <laughs> I'm just a little lost, but I really don't care because it's a delight. Yep. And just all the finger snapping as he snaps in and out of the hypnotized <laughs> state. That's great. Yes. I was wondering about the whistling, though. Like, wouldn't people eventually catch on? Uh, maybe I'm reading into it too much. I think you're giving people too much credit. Fair enough. We do have people with a lot of power craving more. They're not going to uh... care about the whistle. Mm-hmm. But it might be a thing as we go along. It might be. I don't I'm know. Trying to see how things are going to go because obviously things are building towards mild catastrophe as certain things get found out. Oh, of course. <laughs> and he goes in between hypnotized and unhypnotized state. Which leads to one of the most entertaining sword fights I've ever seen. Spoilers. Yep. <laughs> Not seen that yet. I got spoiled on it too, but it's, yeah. <laughs> That's how I discovered this movie. And it was a big part of why I was like, yes, we need to do this. Wonderful suggestion. <laughs> I am very pleased. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, it, like, how I would ever found out about this. And I don't know how it's not. More well known. Yeah. Yeah, this is amazing. I guess we'll see what happens in the second half. Maybe something makes it shit the bed or something. That's true. I hope but not. I mean, great movies that shit the bed have definitely come to our attention in the past. True. Suddenly it last summer. Seem to be summer. a little more well-known than this. And... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This is a great showcase of Danny Kaye. Yeah. I mean, this is a great showcase of Danny Kaye. everything that he does great. And classic Basil Rathbone. I mean, and a young Angela Lansbury. We can't, like, there's so much Diabolical delightful Lansbury. amazingness in this movie. She was so just vicious when she was young. Oh, God. You just think of her as a sweet old lady from Murder, She Wrote, Ben Thumbs and Broomsticks. But no, she was young. She was awesome. <laughs> yep. Glennis Johns. <sighs> yeah, I imagine she and Danny Kay end up together. Well, I, I Much would to the chagrin so. of Angela Lansbury. Well, Angela Lansbury is going to end up with the Black Fox. Probably. You did think that she was the inside man. Yeah. Which would have been fun. Yes. <laughs> it's okay that she's it's not. A, it's perfectly fine that she's not because this is delightful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably Black Fox. Black Fox is going to swoop in at some point. She's like, oh. Well, hello. Oh. And he's going to be like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Meanwhile, uh, King <laughs> Roland. It's not King Roland, but it just reminds me of Space Balls. <laughs> <The> <laughs> <surfer>. <laughs> he's, he can 
Well, he could fuck right off, as far as I'm concerned. He's a classic yeah. usurper king who doesn't really um, have anything going for him. Nah. He, he was able to take the throne, but seems unable to properly wield it. He, he wants it, but now that he has it, he doesn't know what to do with it. Yep. I'm not sure if he knows that he wants it still. Yeah. But he seems to be the least developed character in here. Just kind of refreshing. Usually yeah. it's, you know, women. Yeah. But there's enough depth. The women are f- female well characters in here. written so far, yeah. And this usurper king, oh, that's all we need to know about him. Yeah. Piece of shit. I hope he gets what he deserves. <laughs> so I'm keen to find out. I am as well. I think we should get back to this. Alrighty. We will be back for our curtain call and possible mayhem? Oh, definite mayhem. At least more snapping of fingers. So much more snapping of fingers. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back. Oh, good God, that was fun. It was fun. (laughs) Almost entirely. We can just ignore that last second. No, we're not. That last one second, because that's literally all it was. (laughs) Fine. Go ahead. Go into it. It's just a little housekeeping (laughs) I gotta do here. So, of course, Gene and and Danny Kaye end up together in the end. Of course. But Angela Lansbury in her hole. I want him. Gimme. Just goes away. I don't have him, you die. She was cool with it at the end. Apparently. And, like, hanging out with the dude who she absolutely refused to marry... Yeah. She's standing right next to him, being all, like, hand-holdy and shit. Maybe that was another curse from Griselda. Maybe. And now that the true king is on the throne, everything <sighs> is all washed away, and, and she's going to be cool with it. Maybe. Thing. I don't know. I, uh, nah. Maybe her... Not, not, not the Angela Lansbury we met. I'm sorry. True. It just doesn't... But maybe no. her terms weren't, I won't marry for... Lo- just for love, I just don't want to marry for power. And now, Maybe. Dad, you're not powerful anymore, so I can marry whoever I want. And this guy's okay. This He's guy's fine. cool. Yeah, yeah. No, he. I, I guess it. I don't, I'm trying to justify it. I don't like I'm trying it. Trying to make it. I don't work. like it. Just cut it off. The king is on the throne. Bam, done. Mm-hmm. Chop that last two, three seconds off. We're good. No, because then I'd still question it. Question what? Why, Angela Lansbury? Hello. Where is she at the end? If we cut off those last few seconds, I would still be questioning. There's an unfinished business here. Yeah, but it's not nearly as bad. If we don't see her holding the hand of the dude she had. Fair enough, but I'd marry. still bring it up. I just... What was his name? He was a knight. Oh, God, Griswold. Why can't I remember? Griswold, that's it. I shouldn't remember that. That's um, like one of my family No names. relation anyway. to Gus, I would imagine. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking a long, long, long time ago in fictional England. Yep. As opposed to fictional Illinois, wherever mm. vacation movies are set. No idea. Not much of a Chevy Chase fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But beyond that, this is a fantastic movie. Oh, God, yes. It's wonderful, joyous fun. It's utter delight. Basil Rathbone is amazing. Danny Kaye, so much fun. I do wish Basil was disposed of a little better. Nah, that was good. That was good. It was fun, but it was the same fate as all the other dudes. I, I wanted some special disposal for the evil mastermind of the whole thing. I guess. That's a little thing. I'm cool with it. 
But it wasn't quite the same. He had the elementary school prank pulled on him to end up on the vault. <laughs> That's true. And of course, it was a bit amusing to see a Danny K trying to lift Basil Rathbone over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Basil did do a little jump to help him along with that. Yeah. That was amusing. That's <laughs> oh, with Danny K's really character. <laughs> the whole way through, he's rather bumbling and a bit um unsure of his ability. Because he's only sure of his abilities when he's hypnotized. No, he was pretty sure of his abilities to entertain. Well, yes. But he did have a... But he's not the manly man. Like, you know, that was the whole conversation in the hut, the, the hut when they're hiding from the weather. Like, he, he's the sensitive, sweet type. Right, but not the, the manly man. Oh, yeah. That brings out what's already in you. Well, for the purposes of the storytelling here, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it does absolute perfect magic. Because <laughs> hypnotism brought him from being this bumbling, sword-waggling... Commoner. Like, commoner, to being the best with the blade. There is absolutely no way that hypnotism can replace 20 years of swordsmanship training. True. None. Just like a bolt of lightning can't make our suit of armor magnetic. (laughs) (laughs) But if it couldn't, it wouldn't be funny! Um... It's like in that, uh, being able to see the bolt of lightning beforehand and go, look out. <laughs> I still don't fully understand why that was in there, aside from just the pure hysterics of it. Because it, that's all it needed. It was, that's the only reason it's there. It and it's great. Fine. I'm not complaining. Thank you. But I'm just, wow. Thank you. This just descends into a level of silliness that is wonderful. I, I'm, Absolutely delightful. But now that I'm talking about it, it doesn't make any sense. Nothing I have to. I don't think I care. Yeah. And I appreciate that. They took the chance that we would be entertained enough to not give a shit how stupid it is. Mm-hmm. You know what? It worked. Because it's funny as shit. <laughs> I give zero fucks that it's absolutely implausible. Because it's plausible... For the story. Because those are the rules of chivalry. In the movie. It works here. It doesn't have to work anywhere else. It works here. I still say those are the (laughs) rules of chivalry. They don't work. (laughs) They don't make sense, but there they are. That's chivalry to a T. Um, (laughs) Which is greatly um, lampooned in here. There's talk of custom and tradition, and, and we just sort of. Wipe our asses with it. I'm <laughs> gonna knight you. Doesn't that take like four or five years? Nope, about four or five hours. And it normally does. We will do it we're, for when you. We're gonna cheat on every single streamlining requirement the for this. <laughs> I love it. You have to shoot a hawk in flight with a longbow. I haven't even fired it. Doesn't matter. Pass. To wrestle a wild boar. Little piggy. Little, little piggy. First I thought it was a cat that came down the chute. I did too. I like, no, it's just I was a like, baby. How are they going to get away with the cat? Oh, no, it's just a piglet. It's a little piglet. <laughs> but it was as the king commanded. <laughs> so it was all good. To yeah, it's all that matters. Wipe your ass with tradition. Because uh-huh. the king commanded it. Yep. That's absolute monarchy for you. That's the problem with it. 
But of course, we have just replaced the with the true absolute monarch. Yeah. Who's a baby? So much better to be ruled by a baby. There's some pros to it. Uh, that's... Less order around. <laughs> More butt wiping, but less... Uh... Well, I actually, I don't know if I could say less butt wiping. Wait. More butt wiping, but less butt wiping? Uh, or, oh, I'm sorry. I screwed that up, didn't I? Yeah, it's um, okay. Try again. I was going to just say there would be more butt wiping with a baby king. Yeah. But real, it's not like a real king. A grown-up king wipes his own butt. No, he's got people for that. Exactly. He's got a whole team. So The it, best butt wipers in the country. Exactly. The butt wiping's the same. It doesn't matter. And probably less messy with a baby. Uh, how about... um. Having that one pro to uh, having a baby king is less complaining, less whining. I don't know about that. Uh, you seen adult royalty? Never you shut up. Spent much time with a baby. Yes, I have. Babies are wonderful. <laughs> They're fantastic. Yeah, okay, they cry sometimes, but then when you give them what they need, then they're cool. Yeah. An adult royal. I suppose it is. Give them what they want. (laughs) They want more, and they'll still bitch about it. Give them what they need, and they'll go, I don't fucking need this. I'm going to keep bitching and moaning and bitching and moaning. They never shut up. And it is, I guess, easier to tell what baby needs. Babies are (laughs) easy to comfort and easy to please. Compared to spoiled rich people, yeah. Yes! (laughs) That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Of course, he's royalty he'll learn as he grows up, you know, but enjoy it while he's a baby. Yeah, I guess. I love babies. They're great. Babies are great. Once they start walking and talking, I like them a lot less. Uh, toddlers are fun. Depends on Even the when toddler. they are... Oh, I don't know. Even when they are being ornery, like there's something about something that small, weak, and stupid <laughs> that still thinks it's better than you in every possible way. <laughs> it's kind of adorable. I've never thought of a toddler like that. No? Have you ever tried to take a toy away from a toddler? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it don't work, does it? (laughs) That's sheer will. It has nothing to do with his muscles. That is sheer ego and will. (laughs) You haven't learned how to fool a toddler, though. Oh, yeah, I have. Absolutely. Beside the point. (laughs) It's that strength of character inherent to every toddler that I love. And it's good confidence there. Oh, yeah. But the baby in here is a, uh, a baby. minor character. Definitely definitely still a baby. Yes. He just has a purple flower on his butt, so he's the king. I mean, that's really all there is to this baby. Yep. He has the chosen one. Yep. That we must it's all that matters. save and keep in a basket. Yep. And never feed. <laughs> <laughs> That would require putting titties on screen in a haze code film. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> and still, the baby kind of fussed once. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, beyond that, he was just... He was a very well-behaved baby. Yeah. Like a ridiculously well-behaved baby. You'd have thought at some point that basket would have started crying. People would have been like, what? Well, maybe there was something to the royal bloodline before it got corrupted by inbreeding. Quiet and dignified. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Even in infancy, dignified. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Knows how to compose itself. Does not cry except when necessary. That's such a eugenics argument that's disgusting. I know, it's, it's awful. <laughs> Even that scourge runs in some families. 
Apparently. <laughs> oh, God. I loved her so much. This subterfuge from, like, every character in this movie. Uh-huh. Great. <laughs> Just delightful. Awesome. The tongue twisty dialogue. And the pellet with the poison's in the. Pestle. The pellet with the poison. It's in the. Is in something with the pestle? Is in the vessel with the, the vessel pestle. The vessel with the pestle. That's it. The chalice with the palace holds the brew that is true. But and the they vessel broke with the, the pestle with the holds the brew that is true. And the pellet with the poisons in the flagon with the dragon. <laughs> now it is. Now it is. They broke yeah. the chalice yeah. with the palace. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't just leave the poison in the vessel with the pestle to begin with. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that they broke the chalice with the palace. I'm just going to screw them over anyways. I don't. I still don't quite understand why you decided to forego the toast. It's just sort of like, ah, let's just get this over with. Mostly you just wanted him dead. We don't need to do the formalities. Just kill him already. Oh, that poor king. He got nothing what he wanted. Uh, except the throne. I, I don't feel that bad for him. Is it? Nope. You had all these diabolical plans, and they were thwarted by everyone else's diabolical plans. <laughs> Except Angela Lansbury's, which uh, just petered out and no one seems to care. Least of all her, yeah. oddly enough. But Griselda did not die. No. Because that was not the deal. The deal was if he dies, you die. Yep. He did not die. Nope. I did not get him in the end, but he did not die. Yeah. Sequel? <sighs> Should have made a sequel. Or no, the, no, or you Gwendolyn can't. Because yeah. makes the conquest for the, the court jester, who's now not the court jester. Maybe he still is the court jester. Babies need entertaining too. Well, that's true. He did make a great court jester. He did take good care of the baby, even when he get kept getting kicked in the ass like a <laughs> freaking stereo. <laughs> turn on, turn off. That was great. Don't use this, you could turn on, turn off. Oh yeah. Anyway, highly, highly recommend this movie. Yeah, there's really like nothing wrong with it, like cringe wise. There's just from... that one plot hole at the very end, very, very end. There's the one plot hole, and then there's the crediting. Of there's the crediting of the reminds people, yes. midgets. Yeah, which you were right. Chekhov's gun. Probably <laughs> in the beginning. The secret passage to the castle has collapsed with a hole at least so big for the so children. Big enough for children. <laughs> so who do they say? Oh, uh, yes. But it worked. Absolutely. They were great carnival performers. This movie was completely ridiculous and absolutely worked. Suddenly a castle court has a trapeze in it. <laughs> Lowers down from the ceiling. Well, of course it does, because it was necessary for the plot. Exactly. That's all the justification it complaining about it, Honestly, just pointing it out. We don't do enough like that like anymore. It's true. Like, just utter ridiculousness for the convenience of the plot. That's fine. Because it's entertaining. I think we still try to do it. It's just uh, not as good. I just don't know. Because it, it's not there for entertainment purposes. It's there because the writers were lazy. There is a huge mm, difference. That was there because it was funny. Well, true. There's good. nothing lazy in this movie. No. You know, the, the dialogue, the choreography. <laughs> the acrobatics. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It may not make sense if you think about it, but damn, were we entertained. We're wonderful. having too much fun to care. That's it's true. And if it weren't yeah. for this podcast, I would not have really thought about it. Nope. But we have to fill up the time somehow, aside okay. from just gushing over this wonderful movie. 
Well, we've done plenty of that. Well, if you want us to uh, fund a sequel to this movie, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. Mm-hmm. we got a website, CrackerClassics.com, where you can see how we rank this. It's Spoiler alert, it's going to be pretty high. I think, yeah, I've got to look at my <laughs> list. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, that is, of course, a necessary part of the process. But, anyway. And thank you. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Where our movie is likely to be much less delightful. Most likely, yeah. It tend to be. But we'll see. <laughs> Bye. Bye.